Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greg Amzinger of MLB Network. He's their lead anchor. He's a product of the Lindenwood University. He's a native of St. Louis and a Cardinal fan and a baseball fan in general. And he joins us now on 101 ESPN. Good morning, Greg Amzinger. How are you hey, doing? Oh, Mike. i got to tell you, Randy, I, I can't take your introductions for granted. <laughs> when you go without it for a week, I, I, I don't really calculate how it makes me feel so good. You. You really build me up. Uh, I hope I'm not disappointing every single week, but I miss the introductions. If you, if you don't mind, I would like – I'm going to record right now. Okay. Hold on a second. Yeah, you phone? Hold on. Okay. I, 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 I'm recording. Can you introduce yes. me again? Yeah, here we go. Welcome back to the Opening Drive, 101 ESPN. Brooke, Carrie, Randy, and right now we go to the celebrity line. The great Greg Amzinger of MLB Network, their lead anchor, joins us. Of course, Greg is a product of the Lindenwood University, a proud native of St. Louis, and one of our most favored sons, the spectacular broadcaster from MLB Network, Greg Amzinger, now on 101 ESPN. Greg, good morning. Oh, that was so good. Oh, my goodness. That's my new ringtone. If that is going to weird me out, if you call my phone, that is what you're going to hear. Okay. Are you coming into town for a Lindenwood game? Yes. I will be there for, I don't think, full 24 hours, but I will be there to watch the Lions kick the season off on August 31st. I am so fired up. Good. That would be uh, one week from tonight over at Hunter Stadium. So we'll see you there. I'll be there for okay. sure. Okay. How much of a hit, and you are Major League Baseball. You are the face of Major League Baseball on MLB Network. So uh, I'm going to use the word. How devastating is the injury to Shohei Otani? Uh, I mean, it, it, I'm in my car driving home. We get off the air at 1 a.m. last night, and Cliff Floyd calls me. I was on TV with Cliff Floyd, Dan Plesak. And he's like, Greg, you're not going to believe this. And he tells me the news, and I immediately thought I need to turn around but Keanu Martin does a great job of quick pitch is going to the press conference apparently as he alive and they're going to have a couple of people on the phone talking about it, reporters who are covering it. And I, I, I felt the need to go back on the air for a, a two hour special on how awful this is that Shohei Otani isn't going to pitch for the rest of the year. But more importantly, that he has a tear in his elbow. He's already had Tommy John surgery before, you know, when he had his first batch of arm fatigue, I went on the air. I'm not trying to pat myself in the back, but I went on the air. And I said, he can't pitch anymore. Like he, He's got to be done. The Angels were beyond fading. They were, they were just not a competitive team. For some reason, when they decided to go all in, they brought in all these new faces. They, they, they couldn't hit anymore. It's one of the worst teams offensively in the month of August we've seen. So it's the, the deadline detonated this team and when they decided to go all in it just ruined them so they're they're not going to be in the playoffs why is this guy risking 
hundreds of millions of dollars. I, I, I thought he needed to shut it down, let them know I'm not going to pitch anymore. I can't. But no, he went back out there. He tried to get himself ready, and he made another start. And I, it, I just think it's awful. It's going to change so much regarding his free agency uh, to say that he's still going to get what we thought he was going to get. We're talking like five to six to seven hundred million dollars. It's it's just impossible to think that anymore with a guy that again we don't know if he's going to have a second Tommy John, but. Getting two Tommy Johns just changes everything. So just devastating. I mean, really sad for him more specifically. And then after that for baseball, because it was going to be, and it still will be the number one topic this offseason. But unfortunately, it's not going to be the same type of story, which which sad. It's sad. Greg, I'm looking at the Cardinals in this situation, and could there be a domino effect of how this impacts other free agents and how this could impact the Cardinals going forward in the offseason? Well, absolutely. I mean, all, all the talk of Tyler O'Neill trying to save his legs and not running at the same sprint speed, and, and for anyone to frown at that. I mean, <laughs> these, are, these are men who don't really know if when their short careers come to an end that they're going to be able – to come anywhere close to being this financially successful again in their lives. More than likely, they won't. Mm-hmm. So, so for these men to recognize that what they do for a living is a very fickle thing, your health can come and go. For them to think about that, right? I mean, Carlos Correa leading to his free agent season, his first free agent season, um, got he dove into analytics, realized I'm not going to steal bases anymore. That's not good for me. Could injure me, and decide not to dive anymore uh, defensively. If he was, he would only make throws if he was standing upright because his defensive run save would go down. Won a Gold Glove because of it. People frowned at him for it. I don't frown at him for it. I understand it. So the way free agency rolls, you have an opportunity to get a bite of the apple. No one is guaranteeing that you're going to get multiple bites of this apple. Now I understand you're driving your car. You go, oh, I'm not feeling sorry. For Shohei Otani, he's going to sign a three to four hundred million dollar deal. I don't feel bad for the guy. Okay, I get it, but this is a human being that's done something we've never seen before in this sport. And if anybody was told that a decision they made would lead to losing maybe one hundred to two hundred million dollars in your lifetime, anyone listening to this right now, you would second guess it, and you would. You make sure you did everything you could to hold on to as much money as you earned in your lifetime. And I just I think people need to recognize that these are men that have a small amount of time to make as much money as possible. And no one should ever second guess whether or not they're considering that when they're playing for the team. There's no iron team. Well, people forget about you when you're retired. So let's just remember that. Where do you think, if you just could make a prediction of where you think he will land, do you think he'll stay with the Angels, or where do you think that he would go? I, unfortunately, it puts the Angels back in play. <laughs> I hate <laughs> saying that, but it's the truth. They have the opportunity now, because I, I, I really think his price tag will go down a bit. It's got to go down. It's got to go down. Um, so that's good for the Angels. That said, he is still going to be one of the most coveted players we'll ever see in all of professional sports. Um, I think I think it, it enters other teams into the fray. 
Uh, I, I truly think so. Uh, does the financial ceiling change? Yes, it's got to change. It's that I, I, I've been saying 700 million, maybe more, maybe more for this guy. Why? Because look at what certain pitchers are making a year. We've got, we've got guys in their forties making over $40 million a year that are pitchers. Shohei Otani's stuff is every bit as good as them. We've got position players making around $40 million a year. Shohei Otani offensively is every bit as good as them. Okay, so it mix it together. We'll give you a hometown discount, and it's not eighty million, but seventy million, and he can get a ten-year contract because he's a DH, and because his talents are so unique, he could be a reliever towards the end of his career if you didn't want to work him a ton in terms of innings. So seventy million, ten years, seven hundred million is legit. It's legit. So I think if the price comes down a hair, and hair, I'm talking. You know, the four hundred million, right? Four fifty. The Cubs are in play. The Chicago Cubs, the New York Yankees are legitimately in play again. Um, the Mets, obviously, we knew they were going to be the Giants. Seattle? The, the Seattle Mariners, Dan, yes, absolutely, Randy, are definitely in play. This has changed the market. It's going to be more competitive, but unfortunately, I believe there's a ceiling. You're not going to see the seven hundred million dollar deal. Wow. Well, Greg, I wanted to kind of switch gears a little bit because this is something that we're going to be talking about a little bit later on the show. So I wanted to get your take on this. The Cardinals offense seemingly has really struggled this season with driving in runs with the bases loaded. What do you think the reasoning is behind that this season where they're not able to capitalize in clutch moments like that? I think there's uh, when you go to school so much and, and you're being taught something and then all of a sudden the quiz that you get isn't what you were taught. If you freak out and you don't let your natural common sense kick in. I'm going to give you a great stat. Jose Abreu last night was uh, hitting for the Houston Astros. Really good baseball game. Uh, two outs, third inning. And he's at home. And the broadcaster, Matt Vasgersian and Tom Berducci, are talking about how bad this year has been for Jose Abreu. He's hitting under 240, 10 home runs, only three home runs at Minute Maid Park this year. First year of a new contract with his new team. Just hasn't, he hasn't been good. He gets a base hit down the line. And right before he gets a base hit down the line with two outs in the third inning that drives in two, Matt Vasgersian says, you know, Jose Abreu, as bad as he's been this year, is hitting 390 with runners in scoring position and two outs. There are certain instinctual players that know how to put the data away and grind because every at-bat is not created equal. Anybody that's played sports recognizes that. If you're an analytical darling, every at-bat is created equal, right? Every game matters. It's all the same. But wait a minute. If you're an analytical darling, did you ever shoot a free throw with – two minutes into the first half of a game. If you've ever done that, that feels a whole hell of a lot different than when you're shooting a free throw down by one with five seconds to go, okay? For some reason, the ball's heavier. For some reason, the rim looks higher, right? (laughs) For some reason, it's a different feeling to shoot that free throw. And when all you're doing is shoving numbers into players' minds, right, and you're, you're taking their humanity out of play in that mano a mano crucial moment, the instincts don't work. And when a pitcher's on the mound and they're flashing throw a slider, guess what the pitcher knows? My slider isn't working today. I don't have a feel for it. And this guy doesn't look like he can hit a heater, so I'm throwing 95 at his hands. The pitcher changes the game plan because the pitcher has the game in his hand. He's got the ball. 
hitters are being overly trained. They're being overly trained. Jose Abreu, I don't care what his season stats are, you don't want that guy up with two outs in an inning and a runner in scoring position. Unfortunately, Cardinals don't have anybody like that who can who foams at the mouth to drive in a run. That's the key to the game. And if anybody says that RBIs are a dying stat, you're a moron. You don't understand what the whole point of the game is. Score the most runs and you win. So uh, Jose Abreu can be terrible. His offensive numbers this year are bad. But guess what? Jose Abreu is going to be hitting in October. And now a single Cardinal is this year. So that's key. <laughs> Greg, in, in the last couple of weeks, the Cardinals have brought up Jacob Barnes, uh, Drew Rahm. They've brought up Casey Lawrence. Names that we weren't really familiar with. They have not brought up Michael McGreevy, Gordon Graceffo. Is there any particular reason why those guys are still waiting in the minors and we haven't seen their debut? Oh, absolutely. The Cardinals, uh, in this in this regard, the Cardinals do this as well as anybody. They make sure the culture within a minor league system, which is something that no one ever talks about, no one ever talks about the culture within the minor leagues of the franchise. If you put in time, you're going to get a chance. There are many organizations that never promise that. They never, ever communicate that to minor league players. You know, so many uh, top prospects are the only investments that you see in high A, single A, double A, and triple A. That's not how the Cardinals roll. And that, to me, is why they've had so many diamonds in the rough, guys that weren't high draft picks that come to the minor leagues. And the chance, it has been communicated to many, to all of these minor leaguers, no matter where you were drafted, no matter how big your signing bonus was. We look at you as an investment, and if you perform, you will get an opportunity. I love this about the Cardinal organization. So many people want to complain for a million different reasons why the Cardinals aren't the, the – it's not the Cardinal way anymore. This has been the Cardinal way going back generations, and that is why they are able to develop young players. I love it. I love it. Those guys that you mentioned are going to get their, their, their day in the sun because, yes, they are heavily invested in their talents – to see other guys get an opportunity because they've grinded just the same, if not longer in most cases, I think it's a good thing for the organization. That being said, Greg, here you have, and I know you're paying attention to this, Dave Martinez gets a two-year extension from Washington. They're 13-7. and seven. The Cardinals staff, aside from Turner Ward, their hitting coach, almost devoid of major league experience. You look at David Martinez's staff in Washington. Tim Bogar, we all watched him play a lot. Darnell Coles is their hitting coach. Uh, Jim Hickey is their pitching coach. Pitched, and he's been a coach for a long time. Eric Young Jr., we've all watched him. Gary DeSarcina. Ricky Bonus is their bullpen coach. Bill Miller, former Cardinal coach, St. Louis, and is their quality control coordinator. The Cardinals don't even have a catching coach in the organization, and Henry Blanco is their catching and strategy coach in Washington. How much value is there as a no-name team ascends in having a coaching staff that's been there and done that? Insanely valuable. Look at the Atlanta Braves staff, just overflowing with big leaguers. It's insanely valuable. Here's the issue, Randy. Uh, Washington Nationals, uh, they, they do they do business differently. Uh, the Atlanta Braves do as well. Uh, how much money are you going to pay these guys, these, these coaches? A lot of them don't make the money that people think they make, and their hours are ridiculously long, ridiculously long. I, I'm lucky to call Sean Casey one of my best friends, the mayor, who's now the hitting coach for the New York Yankees, and things have been tough there. His day starts at, at noon. He's at the ballpark at noon, and, he, and he's going to bed at 1.30 in the morning. And, and did he take a day. pay cut? Did he take a pay cut to go there? Of course he took a pay cut. He was on, <laughs> he was on national television. 
he had to take a pay cut to go there. I mean, Aaron Boone is one of his great friends, and it's just something he's always thought about doing. And he loved the idea of putting a uniform back on. Guys have competitive juices. It's hard to talk a former big leaguer who made any kind of money to doing this, to having this lifestyle. Right. It is long. It is it is tiresome. It's a grind. And you're not making a ton of money. You're just not. So it's a culture that you have to create where there's incentives based on coaches, where they do financial things that are a bit outside the box to give these guys some perks. And it, unfortunately, I mean, no one talks about this, but you could go back mm, 15, 20 years and the average managerial salary was much higher than it is today. Yeah. That to me is symbolic of where we believe coaching, managing in Major League Baseball is. How important is it? Just look at the look at the bank account, man. They don't think it's that important. So it's hard to get guys that you just described that the Washington Nationals have. It's hard to find guys when you're not financially investing in the role. So kudos to the Nationals. But I do agree with you. Experience matters. I'm sorry, young people, these young players today, they know where the game is heading. So they're being very open-minded about it. And they want people that can give them the data that gets them best suited for their at-bat or for their start, right? But at the end of the day, if a guy can look you in the eye and say, hey, man, I've been there. Bases loaded, two outs. I know what it feels like. This is what worked for me in that moment between the years. That stuff should matter. And I think eventually it's all coming back. It is. When Bruce Bochy has this much success, when Dusty Baker has this much success, when Atlanta Braves are the best organization in baseball because of their do- what they're doing, similar to what the Washington Nationals are doing. Dave Martinez got a contract extension when they have a losing season. Why? Because he learned a lot from a guy like Joe Madden, who's a great, quote-unquote, old-school manager. I think it's all come back the way we want it, and, and that's having real baseball people in positions to get these young players to understand it's a game that is played every night with humans, not on a spreadsheet. You could do worse than having Dave Martinez as a mentor, as the manager of your squad. Greg, are you going to be in the air one week from this morning, or are you going to already be here? I'm flying. I'm on a 6 a.m. flight. Um on the 31st. Okay. And then having so much fun going to the game. And then I'm on a 6 a.m. flight the next day because I have to be on TV. So, September 1st performance on MLB Tonight. Tune in because Greg Amstinger might be a little loopy. <laughs> we'll uh, just giving you a warning. Giving you a warning. Can you do next Wednesday then since you're going to be in the air on Thursday? Wow. You put me on the spot for sure all am. your you, listeners. You betcha. Man. Yeah. Uh, We'll see. It's like a contract negotiation. And like, oh, I, <laughs> my boss sits down on the set and he's like, hey, Greg, let's talk contract okay. here. I'll live on the air. Greg, here's yeah, the thing. I'm, I'm okay. At the game next Thursday night, you hand me your phone and I will do your voicemail message. <laughs> you think, honestly, that I wasn't recording. You thought, you thought <laughs> well, I made it phone quality. This will be studio quality. <laughs> oh, well, with such a perk, Randy, I will then absolutely be on the air with you on Wednesday. Okay, we'll I'm figure it out. If you, I can understand if you have a tea time. Uh, so, no, this negotiation went, went back and forth. It got a little intense, but I, I am going to, I am going to go your way. I am I'm in. I'm in. You're the king. Have a great day, man. We'll be tuned in. All right, see you guys. See you, brother. That is uh, the great Greg Amzinger, MLB Network. You can see him on MLB Tonight.